Star Wars 7x7 episode 886. Today we are 10 days away from the official December 16th release date of Rogue One. And as people start talking about social media shutdowns, I'm meditating on our evolving definition of what is a spoiler. Punch it, Chewie. Hi, this is Mike and Joe from the Cantina Cast. And you're listening to Star Wars 7x7, the only daily Star Wars podcast. Hey Rebel Rouser, welcome to Star Wars 7x7. I'm your host, Alan Voivod, and here at the Star Wars 7x7 podcast, we have an interesting relationship with rumors and leaks and spoilers and whatnot. I would like to say that my take on them has evolved over the years, but there's been pretty much one standard, which is that when we talk about leaks and rumors and spoilers, we pop them at the end of the podcast and we give you ample warning that they're coming, so that way if you don't want to hear them, then you don't have to. That being said, there was a point in the run-up for The Force Awakens where I just got this sort of very queasy feeling like I'd crossed a line. Like, oh, maybe I didn't want to see that. Oh, basically that sort of thing. And it changed the way that I started thinking about rumors and leaks and spoilers and the way I started dealing with them on the podcast. And in the past year, I have really not traded very much in rumors and leaks and spoilers. Certainly there's an element of fandom that appreciates spoilers and in fact seeks them out not only for the collection of knowledge but also because it makes that person enjoy the experience more when they actually get to see the completed product. Now that one I can't quite get my head around myself but hey if you're somebody who likes spoilers and you like it because it helps you appreciate the actual thing when you see it then more power to you. In my experience, however, I think the fan base treats spoilers much more carefully. They're a lot warier about having things spoiled for them, about finding out things that they don't want to find out about prior to a movie's premiere. And we're certainly within that time period for Rogue One, especially considering that for a couple of different sets of audiences, as much as 20 minutes of Rogue One has been shown. And this sort of changes the definition of spoiler a little bit. Because, well, I don't know what the rules are on embargoes for stuff like that. But the marketing has actually increased and the number of clips that we're seeing from Rogue One has increased. And certainly in comparison to The Force Awakens, we're seeing a lot more of it. It seems like they're opening the kimono a bit more. To the degree where I'm starting to see comments on social media of people saying, Oh, I wish I hadn't seen that. I wish they hadn't shown me that. And it sort of challenges the natural definition of spoiler. Now, technically speaking, if this is information that has been released by the official Lucasfilm machine, then it is not a spoiler because it is official information that the marketing department wants to get out into the world. That being said, that kind of thing could still be a spoiler in the spirit of the phrase, if not in the letter of the law. And that's what's starting to make some Star Wars fans a little bit nervous right now. The idea that they could consume more Star Wars Rogue One information than they actually want to consume. And it's a really tricky business because if you're interested in this stuff, then not only are you seeking it out, but you have it being brought to you in social media feeds. And people are starting to get wary about that point where they see the one thing that makes them go, oh gosh, I wish I hadn't known that. 
because even though it may not technically be a spoiler, there's an element of surprise that people want to maintain. I'm sure you know exactly what I'm talking about. There's only so much that you want to know, and the rest you want Gareth Edwards and company to surprise you, to do unexpected things, to take the story in directions that you didn't see coming. And despite that, for those directions to make complete and utter sense. It's like people talking about comedy movies and how sometimes the trailer has all the funny jokes in there. And, you know, on the one hand, they have to show you some of the funny jokes because if you don't think it's funny, then you're not going to go see the movie. But if they overplay the hand, then you're going to sit in the movie and go, ah, I heard that joke and the rest of this isn't funny. But I think this concern is ultimately a good thing because it signals that Star Wars fans like you and I are actually concerned about this story, concerned about these characters, concerned about the plot lines and details and backstories and all that stuff. And that's terrific news for Lucasfilm and for the franchise in general, the fact that the fan base is invested enough in these characters already, even though we've seen barely anything, just a few clips here and there, we're already invested enough that we're starting to care about what parts of the story get spoiled or don't for us. That, though, leads us to a bit of a conundrum, which is the fact that Kathleen Kennedy has announced that there will not be a Rogue 2, if you will, even though, of course, there was a Rogue 2 already. <laughs> that was Zev in The Empire Strikes Back, who was the snowspeeder pilot who found Luke and Han after they had spent the night out on Hoth. But the fact that there won't be a sequel per se, that there isn't going to be another movie with these same characters and a new mission for them to achieve or anything like that, it really kind of sets up Lucasfilm for sort of a hamster wheel situation. With all of the standalone movies that they're working on, are they just going to be throwaway movies? Are they not looking to create mini franchises within the Star Wars universe? Now, I know there are a lot of purists, if you will, who would say that only the saga movies should involve trilogies or sequels or anything like that, and anything else is just a violation of the covenant that Star Wars has made with us over the years, and yeah, I can kind of feel that for sure. But if Disney is just going to make one-off standalone films and then hope that they can milk it further with books and comics and other tie-ins like that, I don't know, man. I can't see that working as a long-term business strategy, but I'd love to hear your thoughts about it, so please do chime in at the comments of the blog post for this show's episode at sw7x7.com. And more to the point, I would also love to hear what your thoughts are about shutting down social media and what you do and when you do it to try to avoid hearing anything that you don't want to hear about an upcoming movie. In this case, Rogue One, and I have a feeling the parameters that you put on things are probably a little bit different for saga movies than for the standalone movies. So I'd love to hear about that as well. As far as what I'm going to do on this podcast, well, I have a feeling I am probably not going to be covering much more about new footage and new dialogue from Rogue One. That doesn't mean there's not Rogue One stuff to talk about, but it just means that I think we are probably shutting the door here on new footage and new dialogue analysis. After all, I'm not just a Star Wars podcaster, I'm also a Star Wars fan, and i got to find my own limits on this thing, too. So that is going to do it for our meditation on the nature of spoilers as we get closer to the release date for Rogue One. Less than 10 days to go. And I've got a trivia question for you on the other side of the break, so stay tuned. 
Hey Rebel Rouser, you're listening to this podcast, maybe you'd like to listen to a Star Wars story too. Luckily we've got just the thing for you. We've partnered with Audible to give you a free download and a free 30-day trial of their awesome service. All you gotta do is go to audibletrial.com slash SW7X7 to sign up and get your free download. They've got dozens of Star Wars titles, anything you want to do to explore that galaxy far, far away. One more time for you, audibletrial.com slash SW7X7. Hey, welcome back. I've got a trivia question here for you. I'm not used to people sticking around when things go bad. Well, as long as the movie's good, I don't think you have to worry about that. (laughs) Although, I guess if it's bad, it's going to feed into that whole thing. Anyway, last time I asked you what Han Solo said the first time he used Chewie's bowcaster in The Force Awakens, and that was, wow. Today's question, what does he say the second time he uses it? Thanks for listening to another episode of Star Wars 7x7. And hey, before you go visit the Clone Factory, check out SW7x7.com for show notes, links, photos, videos, and more. And if you like what you've been hearing, support the podcast at Patreon.com SW7x7. It's not just a simple man trying to make his way in the universe, it's Destiny Unleashed. This podcast is not endorsed or sponsored yet by Lucasfilm Limited, Disney, or 20th Century Fox. It is intended for entertainment and information purposes only. Star Wars, the Star Wars logo, all names and pictures of Star Wars characters, vehicles, and any other Star Wars related items are registered trademarks and or copyrights of Lucasfilm Limited or their respective trademark and copyright holders. May the force be with them. All original content is copyright 2016 Star Wars 7x7. We hope you love it.